Uh, one of the reasons we don't hear from God is we don't want to hear from God. Yeah. Right. Or uh, a lot of times, instead of uh, going to the Bible to submit ourselves under what it says, we go to the Bible to submit it under what we say. Welcome to the Loving God, Loving People podcast, where we talk about what it looks like to follow Jesus in our everyday lives and how, in the end, all that matters is God and people. Here's today's episode. Welcome to the podcast. This is episode two of season three. It's a brand new season talking about hearing God. Chad, the question I want to start with is uh, for you personally, where do you go when you want to hear from God? So we'll, we'll, we'll talk, you know, theoretically and, you know, what does scripture say about all this, but just you personally and your, your journey of getting to know God, uh, where do you go to hear from God? Yeah. So you're going to hate this answer and so is everybody else. You ready? Yeah. It depends. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So let's unpack that. It it depends. Uh, Sometimes it's as simple as I go talk to my wife Mm -hmm. uh, because God speaks to me a lot through my wife. Um, now I, when she's telling me, I, you know, double check it with him. Right. But she, um, she tends, tends to be in, in tune. It, it's kind of like, um, have you ever like seen somebody else's life and you're like, oh, I know exactly what the issue is. Yeah. Right. It's, it's like you're in the stands and they're on the field of their life. And so you kind of see the field and you know exactly what's going on. So it's easy for you to coach. Um, I do that for a lot of people. I'm a pastor. You do that too, right? And you're mm-hmm. talking about somebody else's life. Oh, yeah, here's the problem. Here's the issue. But when it's your own life, you can't see squat. Yeah. So a lot of times, we're just diving right in today, aren't we? Yeah. So a lot of times, it's as simple as I just ask my wife, because uh, my wife has a better view of the field of what's going on with me. Mm-hmm. And my wife loves Jesus, and and she spends time uh, in scriptures every day. I mean, I see it. I walk by her, and there she is on the couch doing mm-hmm. her journal. Mm-hmm. Uh, frankly, she's more disciplined than I am with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I like a little variety. My wife, same thing every day. Yep. But um, so sometimes God speaks to me through my wife. Um, sometimes I'll go to a godly other. I, I might go to you, Robert, and I'll say, hey, I'm thinking through this. You know, what, what do you think? Uh, and I'll try to talk to somebody that's, uh, that's following Jesus. I have a couple of mentors who are a little ahead of me in life. So I'm, I might go to, to, to them. Um, I'll go to the scriptures, obviously. Uh, sometimes I'll just go out in the woods and be by myself. Uh-huh. Um, and sometimes just in, in that quiet, uh, I'll, I'll get, I'll get an answer from, uh, from God. Somebody asked me one time, do you always get an answer from God when you do that? I'm like, no, but I, th- I think he just likes it when I show up. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think yep. he just likes that I went out there to hang out with him. Yep. I mean, I would like that if my kid just said, dad, I want to hang out with you. Um, so, so those are, those are some fast and fast answers. I listen to other preachers. Um, but yeah, when I'm looking for a specific word, meaning I'm trying to gain direction, th- those, those are some answers. Yeah. How about you? Where do you go? Uh, it depends. <laughs> 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 no, I, I, I do have kind of a, probably the most consistent place for me. Um, there's a chair in my backyard and and it's not that there's anything supernatural about this chair. Uh, I don't, we probably got it at like, you know, Costco or something like that, uh, but it's outdoor chair. And, and for me, it's being outdoors and it's being quiet and it's just creating space to listen. Um, that's where I, I typically hear from God. And it, it could be as simple as, you know, reading a passage, could be just meditating on a passage. It could be just praying. Sometimes I just sit yeah, and I don't do anything. Yeah. I just be. Um, and, and the reason why it's that chair is because that's, that's kind of my go-to. That's the number one spot. Now God will speak, you know, 
at camps and other places and all that. It's, it's interesting working with students for years and years um, and being a student for years and years. I grew up going to camp and, and I'd go to the same camp every summer. And uh, like this summer, we took more students to camp than we've ever taken as a church. Uh, we, we took them to camp and they all walked away with this great like, wow, God spoke to me at camp. And I, and I see it play out every year, year after year. Then it gets in our minds that there's just something about that place. Oh, I, I, so I just spoke at this camp in California. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was great. The weather was awesome. Redwood trees. Yep. You, you drive a little ways and you're at the ocean. It's fantastic. Yeah. So I'm speaking to adults all week and we're in this campfire thing at the end and all the, it's a family camp and all the kids are doing their thing. All the adults are doing their thing. I'm supposed to lead us through communion. Yeah. Right. And so they're all sitting around the fire and they're like, this is such a holy place. Mm-hmm. This place, you know, the name of the camp, it's so special. And all. And then it's my turn to talk. The camp president who I'm friends <laughs> with gets up, talks about, you know, this mm-hmm. is such a special holy place and all this. And I basically get up and go, well, no, it's not. <laughs> I'm like, yep. Holy ground's not about a place. It's about a person and his name is Jesus. Yeah. Right. The difference is this week, all you guys were focused. That's right. The difference is you got off your freaking phone and you turned off the freaking <laughs> yep. TV and you talked to your wife, you know, and you prayed with her. Yeah. That, that's, that's the difference, yeah. right? You, you gave God your, your attention. I, I see you light up over a lot of things. You just lit up right now over this idea of just bursting people's bubble. On, oh, it was fantastic. <laughs> well, the other thing is, as I'm going, as I'm saying it, because I'm like, holy ground's not about a place. I mean, I didn't say, hey. You know, God, well, I actually did later. I said, holy ground's not about a place, it's about a person. His name is Jesus. Of course, you could have heard a pen drop, right? Because I just would pop. And then I looked over at the president and I'm like, are you going to ask me back again? You know, and then then everybody laughed. But I'm like, God lives at your house too. That's right. It's just you're not paying attention to him there. And that hill where that camp was was built, they could have turned that into a dairy farm. It's it's just, yeah, yeah, it could have been anything. It's not about that hill, that location, whatever. It is about, we created space. Yeah. Well, Well, just a... Say it, and I'm for, I'm for camps, right? Yeah. I wouldn't oh, yeah. go speak at one if I wasn't for it. I, I think we need times in our life where we really focus. Mm-hmm. But the problem is, how come I can't hear God? Well, it's because you're not listening. That's why. Mm-hmm. Um, and we normally don't give God our attention until the pressures of life push us to Him. Uh, I remember somebody talking to me one time, and I'm like, "Hey, man, have you have you prayed about that?" And he was like, "Oh, no." Has it come to that? Mm-hmm. You know, that, that's kind of how we treat God. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he's there all the time. A lot of time we're not hearing him because we're, we're not giving him our attention. Yeah. You did a, you did a sermon. Um, this is months ago now, but, but you were talking about Elijah and you're talking about God's going to reveal himself to Elijah. Yeah. And, and he says, Hey, I want you to go to this place and I'm going to meet you there. And, and we're going to have this, this moment where I'm going to speak to you and I'm going to reveal some things about me to you. And so Elijah goes there and you have an earthquake and all the rocks are crashing and the wind and all of that and great fire comes through. Earth, and wind, and fire. Earth, wind, and fire. That's, they stole that from the Bible. Um, and, and God's not in any of those things. And then it's in the gentle whisper. And, and so then Elijah, he puts a cloak over his face, walks out, and he, he hears God in this gentle whisper. And I, I think for a lot of people, um, they, they don't realize God's whispering all the time. Yeah. And, and he's whispering all the time specifically to them. Yet there's so many other things that, that are noisy that drown out that whisper. Um, to go to a camp, all that is is turning down the volume on everything and just tuning in your ears to the whisper yeah. going, all right, God, I'm here. We're going we're gonna to do chapels where we're opening up God's word. 
Yeah. We're, we're going to have times where a band leads us in worship, where all of a sudden our heart and our bodies and our voices are all aligned together uh, towards the truth. Um, all of a sudden, there's going to be moments where there's nothing planned. You're just in nature and you're just in God's creation. And, and all of these moments add up or there's going to be a conversation. Hey, whether it's a family camp or a student camp, you're going to go talk about these things. And you're going to have a discussion and guess what? You're going to listen to wise counsel and, and you're going to share your feelings and you're going to express things that you've kept buried. All these little things, all we're doing is turning down the noise on our busy, chaotic, crazy lives. And we're just tuning into the whisper. Yeah. And people go, man, God spoke to me in this place. Well, earlier you asked, you know, where do you go to hear from God? I mean, right out of the gate, man, there wasn't even an introduction in this podcast. You yeah, just dove right in. Not the, messing around today. Dove right in the pool. We're far from the shallow now, so the song says. Um, I'll tell you where I don't go to hear God. Uh, I don't go to the horoscope. Mm-hmm. I don't go to a psychic. Uh, I, I don't go to people that I know are going to always agree with me, mm-hmm. uh, which honestly, being in my seat gets a little harder mm-hmm. over time because mm-hmm. when you're the pastor, you got to find somebody. So that's one of the reasons why I always go to my wife first because she's very happy to disagree with me. <laughs> and I'm so glad that, that she does sometimes. Sometimes I'm not glad that she's disagreeing with me, but I need it. Um, don't go to the horoscope. Uh, that, that represents the other team. Mm-hmm. And don't go to a psychic. That person represents the other team. There are, still, there are two spiritual uh, forces at work in the world. Yeah. And one is right and, and good and holy, uh, and the other represents the other team. And both are very spiritual. And by the other team, I mean the devil, I mean Satan, I mean demons, I mean evil. Mm-hmm. Okay? And let's give the devil his due. He, he's very... Uh, good at lying to us. He always presents himself as something positive. The Bible says he presents himself as an angel of light. And so when you go to those kinds of sources, you're opening the door up Mm -hmm. to be deceived. Uh, You want to go to church. You want to go to the Bible. You want to go to godly others. Um, You want to go where you're going to hear the truth of God. And so just to be clear, um, I would stay away from all that junk. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of people are looking for God's voice in a fortune cookie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Can God do that? God can do whatever he wants. We talked about it in the last podcast. He can speak through a donkey. He can mm-hmm. speak through a burning bush. All right. But he always speaks through the Bible. So uh, let, let me ask you this. How do you differentiate? Because to your point, if he's the devil masks masquerades as an angel of light, and there are things that are like, okay, obviously that's like occult practices, like don't go sacrifice animals and draw pentagrams and all. Okay. That's obvious. Uh, what, what are some of those things maybe that are more subtle and how do you discern, okay, this is godly wisdom or this is spiritual in a holy way, not spiritual and just a, Ooh, that kind of is close where it could take somebody down a path that they're not supposed to go down, or they could be getting bad information, feeling like, Oh, this must be from God. How, how do you differentiate the line between those things? Does it agree with the scriptures? Does it agree with the Bible? And if, if it's not a specific thing, does it principally mm-hmm. ag- agree with, with the teachings of, of Scripture? For example, I, when, when I married Katrina, because I was praying about, you know, should, should we get married, right? Big decision. And so I can't look up a verse that says, Chad Moore, go marry Katrina Brannon and do it on June 23rd, you know, on this day. Hey, good job remembering your anniversary. Yeah, I, I, well, I was trying to think the year. There's like, <laughs> a 20, pause, but 20, you got it. 20 years ago, so that's 2001. Um, I, I can't, 
I can't find that in the Bible, but principally I can go, okay, what does the scripture teach? Well, um, I love Jesus. Does she love Jesus? Because mm-hmm. that's the most important thing in my life. She doesn't care about that. I probably don't need to be hitching my wagon to her or her hitching her wagon to me because mm-hmm. the most important things in our lives we, we differ on. So why would we do that? That just doesn't make any sense, right? Um, okay, so, so, so we, we ag- agree on, on that. Uh, do, do we agree with finances? Do we agree um, on, on children in, in the future? Are, are there things that we're in alignment on? Like mm-hmm. as the Bible would say, you want to you wanna hit your wagon, right, to somebody yeah. who's heading in the same direction as you. So principally, what does the Bible teach? So that's, that's, that's an example. Um, I had somebody tell me uh, the other day, you know, the Bible doesn't say anything about marijuana. And I'm like, well, yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. It says a whole lot. Where, where does it Where does it say something about marijuana? I go. Well, it, it says something about wine. I go. But let me let me tell you why God doesn't want you getting drunk on on wine because it controls you because it alters your state of mind mm-hmm. because it keeps you from thinking clearly. And if you're not thinking clearly, you're not going to follow Jesus. You're going to follow your feelings, and you're going to do something stupid. How many people woke up the next morning? And went, oh my gosh, what did I just do? Because they got drunk on wine. Well, let me help you. Marijuana alters your mind. And I know there's all these different things. Somebody might even send me an email. But at, at the end of the day, marijuana alters your ability to think clearly. And so principally, no, it's it's not of God. So, so there's all these different things. No, the scriptures, I mean, the scripture doesn't say anything about smoking meth or snorting cocaine either, but I'm pretty sure God's not for it. I mean, we do all kinds of stupid stuff, right? It's principally what does the Bible teach? And mm-hmm. if it's not as specific, then principally, what would God say about this? All right, and we the, can use our brains. Yeah, this is fun because I had no idea we were going to start talking about marijuana. And so let, let's, let's go down this path here for a second. So Gosh. Yeah, yeah. No, you you set the bait, so I'm just I'm if just you're fishing in pain, with it. you got cancer. A legitimate doctor wrote your prescription. I'm for it. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that where you're going? I was going to go there. I'm sorry. Did I just bust your bubble? Yeah. Well, I, so I'm fun. supposed to ask questions, and then and I'm then sorry, you answer ask, them, and you just me. answered the question take, take before that and I ask even... me a question. You know, I don't want to answer. All right. So hearing from God. Let's go back to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sorry, but most most people yeah. who are asking me about smoking weed, it's not in that category. Yeah. Well, I, I've had conversations with people that it has been medicinal and all that. And they're like, hey, what does the Bible say about that? And I said, well, the Bible says a whole lot about wisdom and wise counsel and, and all of that. And yes, it is okay to take medicine and even medicine that affects your brain. If you have some kind of a you know psychological disorder, whatever it is, um, it's okay to take your meds. Uh, and, and so now this is in that fuzzy category. What most people are wanting to do is justify recreational use of like, hey, I partied in high school and college. And I want to party now and it's legal. So can I do that? And yeah. that, I think that's more to what you're talking about. Well, frankly, if you just had a surgery and you got a morphine drip, mm-hmm. I'm for that. Yep. Right? But if you're finding morphine on a normal day, that's probably not good for you. I, I mean, again, we get real stupid real fast to rationalize whatever it is we want to do. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Thanks for letting us kind of go down that path. I love you, Robert. Sorry, I jumped ahead. No, it's cool, man. We don't have a script. If you're sitting in your car right now going, do they like plan ahead? No. (laughs) No, zero. Well, that would ruin the fun of it. Well, years and years, Robert and I would talk every week about sermons, whether I was preaching or or he was preaching. And and really the podcast is a continuation of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So the average person who's showing up and and they're, they're going, okay, I've never, I've never put myself in an environment other than maybe coming to church listening to a podcast, 
uh, where, where do I start? Maybe they listen to the devotionals, something like that. Where do I start if I really want to hear from God or I, I, maybe they're facing something and they're wanting wisdom on a specific issue that they're dealing with and they're needing to hear from God uh, to, to make a major decision for themselves, for their family, for a loved one, for a relationship, dating, maybe thinking about marriage like you mentioned with uh, Katrina. Where do they start? What's the, what's the starting point to hearing from God for that person? Yeah, I, I think um, do the things that you know God wants you to do. Um, it's it's not a mystery. God God's not. I think we said this in the last podcast. He's not trying to play peekaboo with you. Mm-hmm. Um, what are the things that you know are the will of God? Well, it's probably the will of God. Not probably it is. It is the will of God for you to go to a Bible teaching, Bible believing church, mm-hmm. and God will speak to you there. Mm-hmm. Um, you 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 will get answers. Now I will say this: if it's Bible teaching, and and there's truth, and it, it really is from God, sometimes you're not going to like what's being said. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons we don't hear from God is we don't want to hear from God. Yeah. Right. Or a, a lot of times, instead of uh, going to the Bible to submit ourselves under what it says, we go to the Bible to submit it under what we say go looking for a justification or a passage or a verse or something that we think, oh, that kind of agrees with what I'm thinking. Yeah. So, so I, maybe, maybe even before the, the church answer, um, do you really want to hear from God? Hmm. Uh, do you really want to know what he has to say? What if he disagrees with you? Um, I will say this, if he disagrees with you, it's because he loves you. Mm-hmm. It's because he can see what you can't see and he knows what you don't know and he knows what's best for you. And so you want to submit to him. There's tons of things my kids have disagreed with me about. The problem is they're five years old, you know, and I'm 49. I can see what they can't see. I know what they don't know, right? Well, now they're 12 and I'm 49. But I, I can see what, what my, my youngest son can't see. I know what he don't, you know, doesn't know. And so I, I want him to, to, to trust me. Um, do you really want to hear from God? And, and will you submit yourself to whatever he says? And he speaks through the Bible. He'll speak through a Bible-believing church. To your point, he'll speak through godly others. You, you do want to talk to somebody who cares more about your future than they do your feelings. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's something that uh, I used to say a lot here at Sun Valley. Well, just like you can go find a verse that you can go, well, out of context, that kind of supports what I'm, I'm feeling or thinking. You can also find a person that you might go, well, they love Jesus and they have some wisdom. Uh but they might be wrong, or you might just keep on going through people until somebody finally goes, man, yeah, I agree with you. And then you just listen to that person's counsel. Uh, think think bigger than that. Don't just go looking for somebody that's going to justify what you're already believing. Truly go, okay, is there objective wisdom that I can get? Because, uh, yeah, your best friend, yeah, they want to support you. And they want to they put an arm around you and go, yeah, this is terrible. I can't believe it. And they, they want to connect. Now, some best friends will say the hard things, but a lot of them, they're, they're not going to say hard truth. Uh, and, and so to get that kind of wisdom, sometimes you got to think a little more objective. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, you want somebody who is going to be cordial, kind, and very clear mm-hmm. um, in, in the realm of, of, of truth. Even if you, um, I mean, I talked about, you know, I'll go to the woods and sit or whatever. But even if I, I, I believe God gave me some direction there, um, it's still going to be in agreement with what the scriptures teach and principally what the scriptures teach. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so I would use the Bible as, as kind of your authority to God speaking, because whatever God says, uh, it will fall in line with what the Bible says. So if, if it's a fortune cookie, right, mm-hmm. and it's outside of what the scripture teaches, that's not from God. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll give you an example. 
if uh, you don't like your wife anymore because it's hard to love her and, you know, there's no infidelity, there's there's no um, abuse, there's there's none of those kinds of things, but you're just like, this is just hard, I don't want to do this, I think God wants me to get a divorce because that'd make me happy. Uh, yeah, that's not from God. Because mm-hmm. uh, Scripture would teach something else, a godly person would tell you something else, a godly person would tell you don't give up, grow up, mm-hmm. some of those kinds of things. Um. Yeah, that the Bible for me um, and and for our church is is really the sole authority. The problem is it upsets a lot of people because not all of us really want to know what God has to say about something. I also think part of the part of the problem, and and we don't have to totally get into this right now, but a lot of people just don't know what the Bible actually says on anything. And and it's it's that uh, they they want to follow God's word, they want to follow God's leading, they're just unfamiliar with it. And, yeah. and um, my encouragement to that person would be. Uh, Start, <laughs> start opening up your Bible and reading it. Great place to start is in the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. John's one of my favorite for somebody who's starting uh, to read the Bible for the first time. That's kind of give you a picture of who Jesus is and some of his teachings. Um, but start reading, even if it's, you know, 10 minutes a day. I was talking to a student and and we we did the math. If it's 10 minutes a day that you just spend time reading your Bible, uh, for this student, if you took life expectancy and all that, that meant in their lifetime, they would spend over six months straight, 24 hours, if you accumulated it all together in God's word, getting that wisdom, that's massive. 10 minutes might not seem like a lot, uh, but when you do the cumulative effect of that throughout a year, throughout a couple of years, uh, you really get to know a better picture of God's word and to be able to have that as a framework to compare all the other quote unquote wisdom that comes your way and go, does it fit within these, these boundaries? Yeah. I'll give you a website. It's, it's something I, I use. Um, I, I don't necessarily agree with everything on, on the website, but mm-hmm. about 99%. So mm-hmm. that's pretty high. Uh, it's called gotquestions.org. Yeah. Great website. That's out of, uh, it actually comes out of Dallas Theological Seminary. Uh, but if you're reading scripture, or you have a question, that's that's a great place. You can type in your question and uh, some different things will, will come up. That, and I'll always point helpful. you back to verses that correspond to whatever that question is. Yeah. And I, I would, you know, if, if, especially if this is all new, do, do the daily devos mm-hmm. uh, that we do here at Sun Valley. It's like five to seven minutes. Somebody sitting down, just kind of giving you some scripture and, uh, and prayer and, and some good thoughts on the teachings of, of the scripture. So that's a place to do it. Start coming to church. I mean, you can, you can listen to, to pastors regularly. We, we've got a library of sermons you, you can go through if you mm-hmm. download the Sun Valley app. So, we don't lack resources yeah. um, in our, our day and time. Again, what we lack is wisdom mm-hmm. and what we lack is focus. What you focus on is what you move towards. And so if you want to hear from God, move towards him. Mm-hmm. Um, do what you know he wants you to do. And the interesting thing is uh, the more that I spend time in God's word, the more that I understand and recognize his voice when he speaks to me. And the same will be true for, for you. Mm-hmm. It's, it's that way in life. If Robert called me on the phone and just started talking, I don't have to look at caller ID. I've hung out with Robert for 17 years. Mm-hmm. I, I know his voice. Mm-hmm. The same is true with God. The more that you listen to his word, the more that you're around him, the more you'll recognize when he's speaking to you. That's good. Well, thanks for joining us on the podcast again. Uh, if you enjoyed this, this is helpful for you. If you would like, share all of that. And, uh, and we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Loving God, Loving People podcast. Make sure you subscribe to our podcast wherever you are listening so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in this conversation, we'd love it if you rated the podcast and left us a review. 
Also, sharing this with a friend is a great way to help more people meet, know, and follow Jesus. And lastly, you are always welcome to join us online for one of our services every week at live.sv.cc or go to locations.sv.cc to join us in person at one of our physical locations. Thanks for joining us. See you next time.